So we're going to talk about the discipline of fasting, the discipline of fasting. Amen? The first statement, the very first statement that Jesus made about fasting dealt with, I won't even say the question of motive, it dealt with motive. Um, and we're in the, in the, in the, in the uh, overview part. Matthew 6, 16 through 18 says, Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad continence, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward, but, but thou, when you, when thou fastest, anoint thine head and wash thy face, and thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto the Father which is in secret. And thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. So basically what he's saying, don't be going away. Oh, Lord. Pastor got me fasted. I don't know why. Oh, Lord. I really want that biscuit, but I can't have a biscuit. Bless the Lord Jesus. Don't go to work doing all that. All right? So he's saying if you get all that attention from people, that's your reward. You got your attention, right? It's, it's a gentleman. I talked to Deacon Spells about it, and we ain't going to call their name, but, but it's a gentleman that plays uh, sports with us, and every time he does something good, he'd be like, man, you saw that catch. Man, you saw that play. Man, you saw that hit. I did good, then. I did good. I did good, then. Even if he messed up the next inning, he still talk about the same thing. And he looked at us one day and said, why y'all don't ever congratulate me? We were like, dude, you congratulate yourself. The whole game. <laughs> Dude, it ain't nothing left for us to do. You got your reward from yourself. So God is saying if you fast and you walk around here acting like, woe is me, and trying to show everybody that you're suffering for the Lord, he's saying that's your reward right there. Oh, come on, somebody. But if you fast in secret, now, of course, you can tell people you're on a fast and things of that nature if they ask you about certain things. They try to give you something to eat. You can let them know. But what he's saying is don't go around here acting like you're just more holy than now because you want to fast. And he's saying if you do that, you won't get your miracle. And we just hear the songwriter say in the song psalm and say, you expect, I expect miracles when I fast. Come on, somebody. Not because that's why I'm fasting, but because it's putting me in right standing with God. So God will reward you openly when you do stuff in secret. When you stop trying to get all this credit for what you're doing, all right? All right, God, fasting must be God-initiated and ordained by God. And I tell you a secret? If I call you to own a fast, it's definitely God because I like to eat. In fact, the only reason I work out is so I can eat what I want. If I eat some cake, I'm like, let me go work out and get it off. I ain't trying to be all buff. I'm trying to eat. I'm trying to eat what I want. I got sweet tooth. I like cakes. I like milk and cookies. Nice Snicker bars and Baby Roofs and <laughs> Butterfingers, you know what I'm saying? Red velvet cake and caramel cake. You know what I'm saying? I got, I'm messing y'all fast up already. I'm just saying, that's what I like. So I got to work it off. So believe me, if I have you on a corporate fast, I heard from God, okay? I'm sure I probably missed a couple of them, to be honest. I probably was supposed to do more than I have done because I make sure I hear God because my stomach be like, you sure, boss? All right. So fasting has to be God-initiated and God-ordained. Three, fasting reminds us that we are sustained by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Father. Look at Matthew 4, 4. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of, the, of, of God. Remember when God, when Jesus told Peter to go get the taxes out of the mouth of the fish? 
My goodness, that's God providing. God will provide for you in a way that you don't even understand where it's coming from. He said, test me and see if I don't open up the windows of heaven and pour out you a blessing. You only have room to receive. You remember that? So man does not live by bread alone. So when you fast, it's showing you that you don't live by bread alone. We're not just talking about food, but if you can leave food alone, you can leave anything alone. So if you don't depend on food, you won't depend on money because you will understand that God is the author and finisher of my faith and he who began a good work in me shall finish it. Four, a corporate fast can be a wonderful and powerful experience provided there is a prepared people who are of one mind in these matters. And that's why we're on a series called Focus because we want to make sure we're focusing on the same thing. And that's why we're dealing with leadership on Tuesdays. That's really us making disciples. Remember, Dr. Bowen said we can only reach 126 people at the most, one person in life, even with T.D. Jakes. He only reached 126 people directly, but the other leaders are the ones reaching people directly for him. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to make disciples and you have to make leaders of men, all right? Fasting, five, fasting can bring, can, can bring breakthroughs in the spiritual realm that would never happen in any other way. Look at Mark chapter 9, verse 18 and 19. It says, And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth and gnashes with his teeth, and pineth away. And I spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. He answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him to me. All right? Verses 25 through 29 says, When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him, and he was as one dead, insomuch that many said, he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him, and he rose. And when he had, was come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could not we cast him out? And he said unto them, this kind can come forth by nothing but prayer and fasting. So he's saying, you can't do it because you haven't been praying and fasting. That don't mean, ooh, we Deacon Dawson, somebody's sick right now. Let me go pray and fast. No, it's too late. He's saying you need to have a lifestyle of prayer and fasting. Not that you fast every week. Some people do. Some people fast every Wednesday or some day out of the week. No, it needs to be when God tells you to go on a fast, you need to obey him and do it. He's saying it only comes by praying and fasting. If you don't have a direct relationship with God, certain things you can't do. Because your faith is not strong enough. Because you're depending on the world more than you're depending on God. Oh, you don't, you don't hear me. See, see, he's saying, look, it only comes by prayer and fasting. If you pray and you fast, you'll be able to walk in the same anointing that I'm walking in. That's what Jesus is saying. You'll be able to heal, speak to the dead and they shall live, speak to the sick and they shall be healed. But you have to have a lifestyle of prayer and fasting. And you know Jesus' prayer life was on point because they never asked Jesus how to do a miracle but this one time. They always said, Lord Jesus, teach us how to pray. 
because they saw his prayer life and they knew because of his prayer life that's what they were doing. So apparently they were going around doing miracles but all of a sudden they ran into a situation where they couldn't do it on their own. And they're like, hold on Jesus, why we couldn't do this? Because you praying but you ain't fasting right, bro. You, you, ain't, you, ain't, you ain't giving up some, some fleshy stuff. You, 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 you see, oh, oh I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself but, but sometimes when you learn, when, see when you fast, see some people say, I'm a fast TV. I'm going to fast women. I'm going to fast men. I'm going to fast this and that. I'm a fast lion. <laughs> See, the thing about it is, if you fast food, all those other things are falling into place. Why? That's your first need. When you're a baby, you can't talk. You don't even know what food is. All you know is, ah, because your mind told you I'm hungry and whatever gibberish language you had, you didn't even know what food meant. You didn't know what your mom was putting in your mouth. You just knew once she did it, you shut up. Why? Because now the need that you have has been fulfilled. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. It's been fulfilled because your flesh needs the food in order to survive. So if you can resist food, you can resist anything. Anyway, let me, let me go ahead and get into this. Now, for first-time visitors, I ain't going to be hyped next Sunday either. I, I hoop one Sunday for you. Just keep coming. I promise you I'm going to hoop. I promise you I'm going mm, to pull it for you, but not this time. Black people are like, this Negro up here in a chair like a white man. <laughs> but anyway, y'all ready? Number, I'm on the part one. I'm, I gave y'all blanks even in... Part one, so the practice of fasting, what we at? The practice of fasting is, is the first blank practice. A progression must be observed. A progression must be observed in letter A. See, we're not just going to just, I remember one time I was on a fast, I was juice, I was fasting, I was on a juice fast for 30 days, and somebody said, oh, I'm going to go on a fast with you. First of all, you need to let God tell you. Second of all, if you ain't never fasted before, don't, don't, don't do this for 30 days. You ain't going to do nothing but be... Yeah, you, you, you might stumble, be hangry too long, just start in progression. So how are we going to do it? Look, to, I give you Sundays off all the time. So Sunday, your free day. So today is your head start, right? So tomorrow, starting this, this week of the 10th, I'm always just named the Sundays, the week of the 10th. So Monday through Saturday, the 10th is today, I know. So this week, we're, we're fasting. We're not going to eat after 7 o'clock. And we're not going to eat before 7 a.m. So, so 6.59, whatever you got in your mouth, spit it out. Can't swallow it's a wrap. 6.59, I'm going to just be coming there virtually pulling food out your mouth. Like 6.59, it's a wrap. So 7 p.m. and after, you can't eat until 7.01 a.m., okay? So you eat all you want, eat whatever you want, right? Reverend Walden already, every time I called Reverend Walden this week, right, last week, he was like, it sounded like he was in the clubs. And we're like, man, one day I just said, man, what are you doing? He said, man, I'm at a restaurant, man. I said, wait, man, every time I call you, man, I'm just trying to get all my eating in now, man, because I know you got the fast going on. I'm trying to get all my bad habits in now. And I'm like, man, now you can't eat whatever you want this week, okay? It's just you can't eat it after 7 o'clock. But he was there, and then he went to some restaurant, man. This, I swear it was a time warp, man. It was like, it was like, it wasn't cheers. It was like back in the 50s, like happy days. I feel like I was on happy days. It, it was like, man, it was, yeah. I don't want to give his spot away, but it yeah, it's just, look, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you must go there or something. I'm going to tell it now. It's getting too loud. Yeah, like you up here or something. <laughs> That's your spot. I'm going to tell it. It was, uh, I was like, 
<laughs> number, number, number B, we already talked about this. Refrain from calling attention to what you are doing. Refrain from calling attention for what you're doing. You don't need attention because when you bring attention, what did Jesus say? You got your reward. I want a miracle. I want a breakthrough. I want a deliverance. I want a blessing. In fact, I want a good measure blessing pressed down, shaking together, and running over. So I don't have time to be acting like and showing everybody that I'm suffering as I go through this. Right? I just started talking. I ain't even get through what I was doing. Back, back up. Woo. First week, this week, you can't eat after 7 o'clock, right? So we're still on progression. The week of the 17th, you only can eat fruits and vegetables, all right? Eat whenever you want, but you're going to eat fruits and vegetables, all right? Like Daniel. Not that I said, not like the Daniel here, but Daniel, Daniel in the Bible, amen? This Daniel will take you to IHOP in the middle of the fast. I'm telling you, I'm praying for his deliverance right now in the name of Jesus. So... Next week, fruits and vegetables like Daniel, the Bible Daniel, all right? The third week, the week of the 24th, remember Sundays are free, but the week of the 24th, juice, juicing, that's all you're doing. We ain't counting jungle juice. We ain't counting Heineken's and <laughs> Jack Daniels and, yeah, we ain't, I'm just keeping it real. We ain't Tangeray and we ain't counting it. Ain't counting, Grandma. You ain't none of that stuff. Top shelf, bottom shelf, middle shelf, none of it. We ain't counting as juice. All right, juice. If you can juice a steak and you don't have to chew it, juice it. I don't care. Whatever you can juice, juice it. Amen. And that's what we're doing that week. Why? We want to come in right standing with God, and we want to show God that we're all on one accord. Now, if you have medical issues and you can't do it, don't do it. Amen. Don't only do what your doctor say you can do. Amen. All right, so I'm just giving you that disclaimer. We don't see. Let me read Ephesians 6.12 and 6.18 in the King James Version. Ephesians 6.12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Amen? Oh, yeah, let me tell you this. I don't know if I said it or not. If you're watching online and you're not on our email list, if you go to willamaxwell.org or newbiesgrove.org, you can download the, 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 the PowerPoint, the, the answer sheet for you to walk through this with us, all right? Ephesians 6, 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Ephesians 6, 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Look at this. What goes on spiritually is more important than what is happening bodily. Because we battle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities from high places, right? That's why our weapons are not carnal, but are spiritual for the casting down of strongholds and vain imaginations. You are not battling against white people, black people, brown people, police. You're not battling against politics. You're not battling against hateful folk. You're battling against spiritual wickedness from high places, 
All right? The devil is not in hell right now. Hell is reserved for him. He's in high places. Remember, it says, whatever you bind on earth is bound on earth is bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth is loose in heaven. They're not talking about the third heaven. There are three heavens. One is right above you, and that's why we, we walk through the battle of the shadow of death, but we shall fear no evil. The second heaven is where the devil is. Remember, he walked up to God in Job and said, hey, I ain't got nobody to tempt. And God said, have you noticed my certain Job? Oh, you got a hedge around him. That's why I couldn't see him. And he said, you can do this to Job, but don't do that. Remember that? He's walking there. He ain't leaving hell and going all the way up there. He's right there. The closer you get to God, the closer Satan is coming to you because now you are a threat. All right? So he's in spiritual. Remember when, he, when God made the world, he said, he made this and this was good. He made this and that was good. He made this and that was good. Yes, but he made the firmament. He separated the air and he called it the firmament. He didn't say that was good. That's where the principalities and demons are. He didn't say it was good because it's not good because that's who's there. You understand? The third heaven is where God is. You can't bind God and God does not need to be loosed. So when you say whatever is bound on earth is bound in heaven and whatever is loose on earth is loose in heaven, he's talking about the second heaven. That's who held up your stuff. Now, I'll get to it when I get to Job and I'll go more in detail with it. But a lot of times God is releasing blessings to you, but they're caught up in the second heaven. You understand? Because the demons have got a hold of it. That's why you need to learn how to pray in the spirit. That's why you need to learn. I know you pray and it's good that you can pray and say it in English. But when you learn how to pray in the spirit, you are praying like, look, say if I say, hey, Deacon Isaac, get on my nerves. But you on speakerphone right beside Deacon Isaac. And Deacon Isaac can hear me. I'll be like, I'm on speakerphone. Deacon Isaac right there. Take me on speakerphone. I'm going to talk about this boy right quick. But he can hear me on speakerphone, but he can't hear me if you take the speakerphone off. That's how it is when you're praying. The devil hears your prayer because he understands your natural language. But when you learn how to get in the spirit, oh my God, do you understand the blessings that will be released in your life when you learn how to pray in the spirit? Oh, you better hear me. That's one of my fasting goals at the end is that everybody in the midst of newbies grow, Baptist or not, will learn how to pray in the spirit so you can unlock blessings that you've never unlocked before, so you can walk in boldness that you never walked in before, so you can walk in your miracles. I'm believing that in the name of Jesus, I'm claiming it. Amen? What goes on spirit, I don't care how many weights you lift, I don't care how good a cardio you in, it's good to take care of your temple, but if you understand spiritual things, you got the power. Spiritual things are, are everlasting, uh, things that you can see are temporal. If I speak the word, the word will never return to God void. It shall come to pass. They can't see your word, but your word is powerful. And whatever you speak, you will get the power of life and death is in the power of the tongue. And when you fast, it'll help you control your tongue so that you can be filled with the Spirit and not, oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Oh, can I talk to you for a while? When you learn, hey, hey, I ain't get up. I know y'all were trying to get up with that music. <laughs> when you learn how to pray in the Spirit, God will bless you. He's going to bless you anyway. I'm not saying you're, but when you learn how to pray in the Spirit so the devil can't hear you, can I talk to the gossipers? Gossipers, you always ask, hey, man, I'm on speakerphone. 
Because you know you're about to say something you ain't got no business to. But think about that in the spiritual realm. Somebody about to hear your secret. Somebody is about to hear your secret that wants to knock it down. Someone is about to hear what you're in agreement with God to get and receive that don't want you to have it. You know how you say you want to make moves and not put it on Instagram? Well, when you, when you learn how to pray in the spirit, that's the equivalent of not putting on Instagram in the spirit. Oh, y'all don't hear me? Ooh, tweet that right there. Y'all better watch out. I'm trying to talk to you for a while because I need you to understand the spiritual things are far more important than the natural things. All right? Number, number I'm in uh, Roman number two. The process of fasting. The process of fasting. Let me read Luke 4, 1 through 13, and then we'll get into what letter A is. It says, And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. The Spirit led him into the wilderness. Be careful of blaming the devil for some stuff. But the devil does show up in this. And can I tell you that, that, tell you that this was Jesus in this? Oh, you do know who Jesus is, right? Okay, I just want you to make sure you know Jesus. If you don't know Jesus, I ain't going to kick you out, but I'm really going to have to help you, all right? Being, two, being 40 days tempted of the devil, and in those days he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. And the devil said unto him, if thou be the son of God, command this stone to be made bread. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but every word of God. And the devil, taking him up into a high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All the power, all this power will I give thee, and the glory of them, for this is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will give it. If thou therefore wilt worship me, and shall be thine, it shall be thine, all shall be thine. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And he brought him to Jerusalem, and set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down from hence. For it is written, He shall give angels charge over thee to keep thee. And in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against the stone. And Jesus answered, said unto him, It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for what? A season. A lifetime? No. A season. Forever? No, a season. So if he going to tempt Jesus for a season and come back, why do you think the devil not going to come for you? The Bible, uh, let's look at A, you will be tempted. Jesus was tempted by Satan in the midst of his fast. You will be tempted when you fast. You know the people in the office that don't even like you. All of a sudden, even if they don't know you on the fast, hey, you want some milk and cookies? Girl, my mom made this pound cake. It's so good. Folk that don't never offer you nothing. People that ain't never got no money. And you want to go eat. Because <laughs> the devil always going to tempt you because he don't want you to get your breakthrough. 
Because he knows once you set your mind on the things of God, God is going to open up the windows of heaven and give you a blessing you won't have room to receive. He's going to give you a good measure blessing, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. He's going to bless you tremendously. So he wants to tempt you. He's going to bring you all the cookies you want. He's going to bring you hamburgers. For those who tempted by this chitlins and stuff, I don't like it. But. Collard greens. He's, he's going to, why? Because he wants to tempt you. But not just that. Ooh, that girl you've been trying to talk to since the 12th grade. She coming. What you doing? <laughs> huh? That man you've been wanting all that time. He going to call. Hey, girl, what you doing? I ain't talked to you in a long time. Oh, the temptation coming. It ain't a matter of if, it's just when. Because once you set your mind on God, he's coming to tempt you. And he came to tempt Jesus. Now he knew Jesus wasn't going to fall. But he, come on now, if he going to go at Jesus, he coming for you. Okay? Some of y'all done, oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm delivered, girl. I did it. Ooh, I ain't go over his house last night. That's just one night. <laughs> whoop de doo you made it one night <laughs> bring Luther if only four it's only one night and you think you delivered but the Bible says he left for a season till he found another opportune time to come in your weakness and sometimes the devil will throw you one temptation that he knows you ain't going to fall for and bring the one you're going to fall for later. Because first pride didn't fall. Stop thinking you didn't made it. You never make it. Jesus himself knew that he hadn't made it because he had to continue to beat the flesh into submission. And the devil kept coming back to him. Came back and told him don't even go to the cross. He had to tell him to get behind him again. You understand what I'm saying? Stop thinking that you have arrived. You will never arrive. Some of us thought we arrived, then they made them blue pills, and you didn't arrive either. So I'm going to keep it real, keep it hundred. The devil will do anything to keep you locked up in the flesh. That must have been the Holy Spirit. I ain't laugh at all. I know y'all would laugh, but that, that's different. <laughs> Look at this. I'm, 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 I'm going to read this one out right now because I don't have the verses written out, but I'm going to talk about it. B, under this one, is begin with the end in mind. Daniel let it be known that he was fast, what he was fasting for. He prayed that God would turn his wrath away from Jerusalem. He fasted. He fasted with the end in mind. He knew what he wanted. God, I don't want you to have your wrath on my people. And the thing about it, when he fasted, God gave him such a clear vision. God, the, the angel started telling him what was going to happen with Nehemiah because he started saying how fast the wall would be made. He began to talk about how Jerusalem was going to be kept in captivity, but he, they're going to be released in, in six score and, and, uh, and three score and some years later. He, 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 it showed him everything. And the, the amazing thing about it is the angel Gabriel said that the minute you set your mind 
to fast and pray, I was dispatched, but the Prince of Persia held me. That's the high place. Held me for 21 days. Michael had to come get me out to help me get here. Can I tell you something? Your blessing has already been released the minute you set your mind on it, but it was caught up in the second heaven. But you got to keep pressing to make sure you manifest it down here on earth. Even though his mind was set, he continued to press 21 days until the blessing came. And that's why we're doing a 21-day fast because we said if Daniel did it in 21 days, we can too. So we ain't worried about 30, 40. We're going about what God said, and God has put us on fast in the midst of, 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 of Lent and everything for longer periods of time. But I'm believing that in this 21-day fast, God is going to show us exactly what we need to do with the budget, exactly what we need to do with the TV, exactly what we need to do with social media, exactly what we need to do with the choir, exactly what we need to do with leadership, exactly what, what we need to do with the vision. God is going to bring it all to pass. He's going to bring us grant money. He's going to bring us money. We're going to be debt-free in the name of Jesus. I'm believing it and I'm starting with the end in mind. The minute he set his mind on what he wanted, the, 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 the angel was already released, but the devil tried to make him feel like he wasn't going to get it. Well, soon as I set my mind to say we're going to fast and God said fast, opportunities came up. Word Network, we're going to be on this soon. After we talk to y'all in the church conference, about to be on a national network. T.D. Jake's people, we begin to connect with them and now we, they're going to help us sometimes with our social media and things of that nature. God is beginning to open up doors. Why? Because we set our mind on it. As a man or woman thinketh, so is he or she. What is on your mind? That's what you get. You get what you think, you get what you say. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What's in your heart determines on what gets in your eye gate and your ear gate. And now we're fasting and we're praying, so we're going to be in the Word. So you're about to feed your spirit more than you feed your natural man or woman. Can I tell you a secret? Your flesh never going to like your spirit, and your spirit is never going to like your flesh. They ain't never going to get along. Ever, never, ever. They say don't ever say never, never will. Your flesh will never like your spirit. Your spirit, although it's a loving part of God, will never like your flesh. It's going to always want to beat your flesh into submission and your flesh want to do the same. But what will win? The one that will win is the one you feed the most. Uh-huh. Whoever eat the most. You show me a hungry dog, no matter how vicious he look, and you show me a full dog that's quiet, the one that's looking all crazy going to lose. He don't have no energy. You understand what I'm saying? What are you feeding? And what we're trying to do now is feed our spirit. And the more we feed our spirit and the spirit is magnified in us, the more God can use us and the more victoriously we walk. All right? All right. Begin with the end in mind. Daniel said, look here, I want you to free my people. I want you to release this curse. He started with the end in mind. Start writing down what it is you want. I done told you what I want for the church, but you need to know what you want individually. Don't go on a corporate fast and just go by exactly what I'm saying for the church. When you go on a fast, not only is it a corporate fast, it's an individual fast for you. And you need to start telling God what it is you want. Tell God what you want. Tell him what you need. Tell him what you desire. 
and allow him to give him, he will fulfill it. Amen? Man, some people don't want to go to church because we keep walking in defeat. Well, I'm going to go waste my whole day of freedom and all these broke Christians around here. All these defeated Christians. I go to church and they looking worse than me. We have to walk in victory. Oh, y'all don't hear me. I saw people walking around and, and, and with, with hawk stuff on. I ain't never seen nobody walking around with hawk stuff on because we ain't never been winning. In Virginia, people got hawks. Now, they got Falcons up on. I know they, they, they might be from Atlanta because, you know, I know the Falcons ain't won nothing, you know, in a minute. But I saw Hawks. I was like, eh, they probably ain't from Atlanta. You from Atlanta? Nah, you just got Hawks because they was winning. We need to win. The best way to bring people to Christ is not only just your witness. It's because you're winning. And see, don't think it's not in the Bible because the Bible talks about prosperity more than it talks about anything else. And Psalm 23 says he blesses you for what? His name's sake. He don't want you walking around here looking defeated and broke. He don't want you walking around here sick and disease-stricken. He doesn't want you walking around here losing. Why you want your man to look good? He represents you. Why you want your woman to look good? She represents you. Why do you want your children to be successful? They represent you. God wants you to look good. God wants you to walk good. God wants you to be victorious because you represent him. All right? Start with the end in mind and ask for what you want. See, Romans 14, 16, 14, 17 says this, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Look, know that fasting is much more than just self-denial. It's much more than that. It's not just about food. You're not fasting food so you can lose weight. It may be a byproduct, but that's not we doing it. We doing it. I know they got these things on the internet, this intermittent fasting to help you lose weight. That's a natural thing. This right here is a spiritual thing. It's not about the food. It's about the connection. It's about us saying we're going to take our umbilical cord from the natural, worrying about food, McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, uh, uh, Red Lobster, whatever, and we're going to say we're just going to connect it to God and say we're not going to worry about food because man does not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Father. So we're saying this is not a food thing. This is a relationship thing. But again, Maslow tells us our first need is what? Food. Food, clothing, shelter. Food is number one. So if we got food, our flesh is satisfied, right? So if we deny our flesh food and it learns how to submit to us not eating food, it'll learn anything else. It'll learn how to not fornicate. It'll learn how to not lie. It'll learn how to not judge. It'll learn how to not steal. It'll learn how to not embezzle. It'll learn how to not cheat. You understand? If you can keep it from food for some days, some weeks, you can teach your flesh to do anything. I'm telling you. You know how you feed a dog to teach it? Well, you keep, eat, you keep from eating to teach yourself. <laughs> it's the opposite. Amen? All right. So it's more than self-denial because we're denying ourselves to let God know that we're setting ourselves in a posture to keep our mind on him. We're getting rid of all of the impediments that block you. You know how you have a satellite radio, if you have it, and you go through the tunnel, and, and sometimes the satellite radio stops working? That's how it is with our connection. Sometimes food 
It'll be, you'll, be, it'll be, you'll be surprised at how much putting down a chicken can help your life. Putting down them wings can just help your life. I ain't talking about your health. I'm talking about spiritual. Because if you can deny your flesh food, you can deny your flesh anything because that's the first need that you have. Amen? All right, we already kind of covered that with the baby in the beginning, but it's much more than that. It's about posturing yourself for God. Look at Esther chapter 4, verses 14 through 17. We're in part 3 now. And it says, For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed, and knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for, for such a time as this. I know I started at 14, but I know I said it's 15 on yours, but I wanted to read that part. Then Esther bade them return Mordecai this answer. Go gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan and fast ye for me. And neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. I also and my maidens will fast likewise. And so will I go in and unto the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went his way and did according to all that Esther had commanded him. Woo! They fasten because they're in danger. Look, look at, hey, protection is given when you fast. When you fast, you're fortifying your family, you're fortifying your body, you're fortifying your mind, you're fortifying your assets. When you fast and pray, protection is given. It's given. It's given. So when you fast and you begin to get with God, you can't. Come on. I hate to show that, 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 that I ain't just, just 100% Christian like I should be, but, you know, like the Godfather, right, or gang movies. If, if, if the gang member shows loyalty to the boss, Extreme loyalty, the boss takes care of that drug dealer. If a drug dealer or a gangbanger can be blessed by being loyalty, loyal to a kingpin, come on, somebody, how much more will God do for you? And God even said that. He said, look, if your, if your daughter or son asks you for bread, you who are evil won't give them a stone. How much more will your heavenly father give you of the Holy Spirit and bless you? If you begin to draw nigh unto God and show him how much you love him, how much more is he going to bless you? Mm-mm-mm. I need you to walk in this. I, yeah, woo, I, I feel so good. And I ain't, boy, I told you I hoop three, four weeks from now, but just not today. I need you to get this. Acts 13, 1 through 3, King James Version. And it says, now there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simeon that was called Niger and Lucius of Cyrene and Manian, which had brought, been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. And when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. 
purpose can be revealed. Purpose can be revealed. The Holy Spirit told him exactly what to do. When you fast and pray, I fast, I prayed, and I told Trusty Shaw and a couple of the people, hey, you know what? We're not going to build a church. We are going to buy a church. God said we're going to get those three buildings over there, even though they were only selling two, right? They were only selling two, but God showed me we were going to get all three of the buildings. I fasted, I prayed, he showed me. He hadn't showed Calvary quite yet. And they was upset when I brought the proposition up. But we're friends today. <laughs> God's word would not return unto him void. You understand? It was in a, and it was funny because I was sitting, we was in a board meeting about to talk about building. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you this. I was in a fast. I'm telling you, it was, it was crazy. I'm just looking at it. I forgot about this. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Y'all bet it on me. I s- <laughs> This is an example. This don't count. Whatever. I ain't jumping around. <laughs> Give myself a pass. Hey, look, right? <laughs> so I'm standing here, and, 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 and the Holy Spirit, in the middle of a church meeting, Trusty Shaw was a chair. He was sitting there, and I said, hey, man, I don't think we're going to build no church. <laughs> I know we the whole meeting was about talking about building a church. I said, I'm going to get through this one, but we ain't going to build. God said, we about to go buy a church. And we, gonna, we ain't going to build. And I said it right there in the meeting. And I was like, man, the whole meeting we were supposed to talk about building a church. I don't even remember the rest that happened. But we're here now, so don't worry about it. But the thing about it is, God will give you clear direction. And see, see, that's what I'm saying. You got to learn how to do it individually before you do it as a pastor or a leader. So you got to learn how to fast for your individual self. And so as you fast corporately, and I'm giving you the vision of what we want to do, I need you to learn how to fast individually so that you can lead one day as well. You understand what I'm saying? And some of you all are already leading. I understand that, but I need you to get this. When you really start denying your flesh, you will hear God. Amen? We hear. I don't remember all the details. <laughs> I don't think it went that well, but we ended up here. Praise God. All right. See. Let me read Ezra 8, 21 through 23. Look at here. The, you know, I'm going to read the NIV. I'm going to read the NIV version. I know King James is on you, but I want to read the NIV. And it says, uh, verse 21 through 23 of Ezra in chapter 8, it says, Thereby Ahava Canal, by the Ahava Canal, I proclaimed a fast so that we might humble ourselves before our God and ask him for a safe journey for us and our children. With all our possessions, I was ashamed to ask the king for soldiers and horsemen to protect us from the enemies on the road because we had told the king, the gracious hand of our God is on everyone who looks to him, but his great anger is against all who forsake him. Raw. That's what he said. He didn't say raw, but. So we fasted and petitioned our God about this, and he answered our prayer. Look. Look at this. Let me just read you the answer first. Guards against pride and protection can be given. It guards against pride. So basically, he told the king, don't start none, won't be none. What? God got us. He got this. 100. Oh, God. Hey, man. We ain't got no money to buy these bricks. Oh, we ain't got no protection because they're trying to kill us, man. 
We got a horse. Oh, we talked a whole bunch of junk. Um, let's go pray. <laughs> Lord, please tell us what to do. Go ask the king to help you out. Okay. <laughs> it guards against pride. Because sometimes we think we all in a bag of chips. See, the thing about getting closer to God, see, even though you're maturing and you become a better person, you start looking at yourself more humbly because you realize how far away from God you are. The closer you get to God, the more humble you are because you realize you don't deserve anything he gave you. Right? Because you begin to see how he looks and look at yourself and realize you have not arrived yet. So sometimes when you're not, when you're a babe in Christ, you think you all that because you're winning and you're doing this. But then when you really start getting closer to God, you start realizing it's not my strength. It's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. He who began a good work in me, he the one finishing it, not me. When you fast and pray and you begin to knock your flesh down, your pride begins to get beat down. Come on, somebody. Your arrogance begins to get beat down. Your self-assurance begins to get beat down. Your, your agenda begins to get beat down. And you begin to understand that God is the author and finisher of my faith. And he's the one that would bring it to pass. And it's not me. He's using me because I'm favor. He's using me because he loves me. He's using me because he wants me. He's using me because he favors me, not because he has to do anything in my life. It's not my might. It's not my power. It's not me who does this. It's my God. My God has done it in my life. And when I begin to fast and beat my flesh to submission, God will begin to do more. He will begin to do exceedingly, abundantly, above, whatever I can ask, think, or imagine. He'll bring it to pass in the name of Jesus. Whatever I bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever I loose on earth will be loosed in heaven because I am a child of God. I don't care if I'm fat. I don't care if I'm ugly. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. What? When I begin to fast and pray, I can cast out demons. I walk on serpents. I will. Oh my God. This fast is about to take you to another level. This fast is about to take you to another level. I'm telling you right now, in 2021, I know you ain't had some hell. I know some suicide been going on. I know some people have been dying along the way. I know some people have been laid off. But at the end of the day, my God, he told me this. He said all things, not some things, all things happen for the good of those who are called according to his purpose. What happened bad was for my good. What happened good was for my good. Whatever happened was for me. And because I prayed, because I fast, because I'm in fellowship with my God, I know that it's going to be all right. I guess I lost that bed at 11. I'm believing you're going to walk in the spirit. I'm believing you're going to pray in the spirit. I'm believing for some entrepreneurs. I'm believing for some millionaires. I'm
I'm believing for some deliverance. I'm believing it in the name of Jesus. I see some marriages happen. I see some relationships being rekindled. I see some blessings in your pockets. I see it. I claim it. Woo! I see it. Family will be delivered. Territory shall be taken from the devil. I'm prophesying this. I feel it right now. You better get ready for a blessing. You better get ready for a breakthrough. You better get ready for a good measure blessing. I ain't talking about no little ones. I'm talking about a good measure blessing. Press down. Shake it together and run it over. Hey! Do you believe it? Receive it in the name of Jesus. Do you believe it? Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive your healing. Receive your blessing. Receive your breakthrough. Receive it. Receive it. Receive your marriage. Receive your relationship. Receive your blessing. Receive it. Receive it. Receive your vision. Receive your business. Receive your money. Hey! Receive your father that you've never met. Receive your mother. Hey! Family members that's been locked up about to be released. I claim it right now. Records about to be expunged right now. Blessings that have been held up shall fall down right now. Hey, I see it. I don't know if you see it, but I see it in the name of Jesus. I see it in the spirit. I see broadcast. I see deliverance. I see media workers. I see God taking New Beach Grove and his members and his partners to a new level. I see it. I receive it. I receive it. Hallelujah. 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 I see it. I receive it in the name of Jesus. I receive it in the name of Jesus. I receive it in the name of Jesus. I receive it for you. I intercede for you right now. Walk in your blessings. Walk in your breakthrough. Walk in your victory. Some of y'all upset because church going longer than it usually go. You better be happy that we in overtime because God is about to bless you and give you an overflowing blessing. God is about to bless you. God. He's about to bless you. He's already delivering you. Soon as you set your mind to say, I'm going to be in agreement with pastor and I'm going to fast. He had already started working on your life. He already started delivering you. He already started giving you a breakthrough. The minute you said, I'm going to submit to this ministry. I'm about to deliver you right now with the name of Jesus. The minute you set your mind to it, God already began to move. I know I got to talk to you for a moment. I just got to tell you, God is about to bless you. You got to receive it. I'm interceding for you right now. Ooh, I'm believing your blessing. I'm believing you about to walk in a blessing.
I'm believing a breakthrough. I'm believing you're going to walk in the spirit. I'm believing. I'm believing it right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. I feel it. You're about to be delivered. You're about to have your breakthrough. It's already done. It's already done. By the end of this fast, we're going to have some testimonies from everywhere. But you got to be in agreement. You have to be in agreement. Can't eat at the 7 o'clock. I know it seems small. I know it seems small. I know it seems small. But that's Naaman. He went to the water. And the prophet said, why seven times? And he went down, why am I got to go to this dirty water? And the funny thing about it, he called his word a dirty. But I'm pretty sure the people were happy he went to the dirty water because he had leprosy. Well, I'm going to send you to the clean water with your dirty self. But sometimes we get the big head. And just like we said with fasting, it'll bring us to be humble. His servant said, and he was bold because he could have put him to death. He said, look here, you mean to tell me if he would have told you something real great and hard, you would have went and done it. You would have went and killed a thousand folk, risked your life to be healed. And all he's telling you to do is go into Jordan. Now don't kill me now. But I think you need to go do it. He went in the water and dipped six times. And still sores and fingers and limbs stink with pus and nasty. He went down one more time. Came up, body as smooth as a newborn baby. Because he followed instructions. He marched around. Gideon marched around. Jericho, every day, like he said, one time. Another day, one time. The army was looking at him like they so crazy. Oh Lord, laughing at them, drinking and smoking, having a good time. Last day, he walk around it seven times. And when you walk around it on the seventh time, the walls shall come tumbling down. It looked crazy. Nothing happened. But because they kept doing what God said do, when they got to where they needed to go, come on, somebody. Amen. You done tried stuff for 21 and 30 years. All your pastor asking for is 21 days. Walk in agreement in the fast. And on the 21st day, watch! Watch! How some things in your life that's been blocking you fall down. I'm believing it in the name of Jesus. It's already done.